I think it was the theologians who first started the idea, later the philosophers took it over, and now some of the scientists are doing the same. What you are comes out in what you do. You see the point? Out of ourselves and into Christ, we must go. This is Chats Under the Sun with Jacob Volk. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Mm-hmm. So the way, one of the best ways to do it is kind of think about like your fist, about a fist's length away from the mic. Okay. That's about good. Okay. But you've done podcasts before, so you're, you're, you're fine. I guess so. Cool. Mm. Now. Yes. How are you doing? I am good. How are how do you? you how do you say your last name? Nomi. Nomi? Mm-hmm. So now, Nomi. Yeah. So I always say my first name is like right now, now. Okay. <laughs> I think I, I told you that yeah, too, yeah, yeah. right? That's what you said. <laughs> yeah. But my last name's Nomi. So I say, you know me now. <laughs> That's like how I explain my name to gotcha. English speakers. Yeah. Yeah. Us, all of us English speakers. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of foreign students at Southern here. Yeah. I heard they're. 200 200 okay us, yeah. i think that would be somewhere in the neighborhood of like five to ten percent i mm, think maybe yeah i think i mean kind of depends on how you calculate it if you include boys people and stuff like that right but is it is it 200 just at southern i, I mean we should know that i mean i'm not sure could be i'm not surprised if it's yeah. only southern there's a lot i mean even when you go to when we were like hanging out at the bevan center even just like there's you, me, Jemima, Priscilla. Priscilla. There's like a bunch of us who are yeah. all from, from different parts of the world. Right, right, right. So, yeah. And I was referring to you and Priscilla in the one little recap podcast I did. I've listened to that where... episode. I was like, oh, that's me and my roommate. <laughs> yeah. And that was a really, really cool conversation we had about mm-hmm. about language and um, culture shock and, and moving to different countries, mm-hmm. which I can I can kind of say. But mm-hmm. I moved from Canada to the States. It's not that big of a culture A few shock. steps across it's, exactly. the border, right? It's yeah. really not that bad. Mm-hmm. But you're from Japan. Mm-hmm. Tell yes. me, to, oh, actually, what's your what's your life story in like two or three minutes? What? <laughs> you should have told me this yeah, beforehand. Tell, just tell me about yourself or everyone about yourself, I guess. Well, I am originally from Hiroshima, Japan. Mm-hmm. Um I was there until uh, when I graduated from high school and I started moving to different cities for school and um, internship and all this stuff. Um, hmm. I studied in Canada for a year. That cool. was my first experience of living overseas for like long term. Mm-hmm. I was in Vancouver. And that's where I studied English and picked up my conversational English. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you study English through like your undergrad as well, like academically? Yes. So my undergrad was English communication. Okay. So I had some grammar and reading and writing skill, but my like speaking was mm-hmm. terrible. I remember when I was in Vancouver, the first month I couldn't even order a cup of coffee. And I went to Starbucks and... I was like, can I have coffee? And my pronunciation was so bad. <laughs> so they couldn't give me coffee. And I was like, I'm at Starbucks. What else, what else do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> Just give me coffee. <laughs> yeah, if you're, trying to, if you're trying to order a mattress or something, that would be good. Yeah. yeah there's, there's a limited range of stuff you're, you're getting at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyways, no, that was my bad. But, um, and I did an internship in Florida after I was in Canada, and that's where I came to Christ. Okay. Um, and since then, I've been committed to Jesus. And I worked in, uh, I was working as a PR for about seven years before coming to Southern this fall. Cool. And you work for Mazda mm-hmm. in California. Yes. So Mazda is a car company, and it's, Headquarter is in Hiroshima, my hometown. Mm-hmm. So I was working in Hiroshima for two and a half years as PR, and some the team in the states needed somebody to kind of support the team in Southern California. So I was relocated to California, and I was there for three years. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I love Mazda. 
just as a car company. They've built Thank some, you. They've built some really great they cars. They do. I'm still so such an advocate for Mazda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. They're, the RX-7 is like a beautiful drift, mm-hmm. drift car. It's like a classic at this point. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. anyways, I don't know how many people are interested in uh, pontificating about cars for, <laughs> for a while. So I didn't. So you came to Christ uh, in Florida. Mm-hmm. How old were you? I was 20, I think I was 22. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And then, so how did, it, um, are your family Christians, any of them? So at that time, my mom was the only, only Christian. So a um, little story of how my mom came to Christ and how I came to Christ. My parents put me and my brother into Christian kindergarten. Okay. Um, In Japan, there are a bunch of those, a bunch of Christian schools, Christian kindergartens. Um, But it doesn't mean that the teachers are all Christians or they're very Christian. They're teaching Christianity necessarily. And those are, I heard a lot of them were planted a while ago when a lot of missionaries were coming into Japan. Mm. Um, And, but they left and but the school are still there right because they have a really good reputation of teaching kids to be nice and kind and do things for others mm-hmm. which is uh, kind of like the value that Japanese people love to have um, but anyway so my parents put me to the Christian kindergarten so I was praying and singing hymns and everything and my mom heard me singing the hymn and she was like, what is she singing? Yeah. And I had no idea because hymns are difficult. Um, but she heard it and she was like, I want to know. And uh, at that time, there was two or three Christian teachers at that time in my kindergarten. And one of them started a mom's Bible study. And my mom was invited and she came to Christ. So... That's how my mom started taking me and my brother to church. Okay. So I was like exposed to Christianity and right. I, I met Jesus already when I was three. And yeah, like I had a history with Jesus. But until that time in Florida, mm. I didn't want to commit to Jesus or I didn't want to talk about Jesus at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what happened in Florida? Do you mind me asking? Yeah. No. Um, I was so if you don't know orlando florida it's like a it's like a mecca of all the christian organizations there are so many of them yeah like headquartered in orlando and crew is one of them i think mm-hmm. uh so there are a lot of crew staffs um trying to reach out to international interns so somebody like me was like a a good target for them <laughs> right because they're looking for somebody from other countries and like they say they don't know Jesus. They come all over you. They, they did. And um, I was invited to this pizza pizza party or pizza night. It's a Bible study. Okay. Um, and I was invited. And I knew what it is because I knew church. I knew Jesus already. Mm. But I didn't want to say that I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember I was like, I'm not one of them. Like, I'm not, I'm not comfortable talking about the fact that I know Jesus. But I went anyway, and I saw many young Christians, mostly from the States, just talking about their relationship with Jesus, how they pray, and how they're thankful for Jesus, like, with smiling faces. And they're, they look so happy talking about Jesus. And that was my very first time to see that many fellow Christians in my life. Because hmm. um, in Japan, we are less than 1% of the whole population. And I was just shocked that, oh my gosh, there are this many Christians. Hmm. And they're all young, like like same age as me. And they look happy. And they're not uncomfortable talking about Jesus. And I was like, why can't I have that? Yeah. So that night, after the Bible study was over, one of the staffs asked me, like, what do you think? Like, how do you feel? 
And I just started bawling. Like, I actually know Jesus. I believed in him, but I was so scared and I didn't want to tell anybody about it. But now I want Jesus. So I came to Christ. Yeah. That's amazing. Thanks. And that's really, it's really cool that it's just Christians being Christians. That was attractive and beautiful about it. Mm-hmm. Like, hopefully, that's how it should be, and and should be more of just Christians being Christians is mm. is the is is winsome enough for people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think because I experienced that, I really believe that the verse that says like you're the you're the salt and the light, right? Mm. People can see the light of Jesus through you if you. Are following Jesus with or without verbally saying I believe in Jesus Christ like people can tell mm. like you have a unique light that people are attracted to yeah so okay yeah and so what then what does it look like for you returning to Japan mm. um, kind of a newfound love mm. of Jesus yeah. Like what's the what's the church culture like there? What's the situation down there? Yeah, so I mean, ch- we're saying Japan. Japan's also a huge place. It's kind of like asking what the church culture is like in Canada. It's like <laughs> It's not it's not huge. Did you know Japan fits into the state of California? Yeah. Or one river in China? <laughs> what in one river in China? <laughs> True. But what's what's the population of Japan? 127 million. 127 million? Yes. That's a lot of people, though. It's a lot like, of people. We have a lot of people. Yeah, that's... In a small country. 127. That's four times as many people as Canada has. Oh, really? Yeah, I oh. think so. Let's, let's look this up right now. Let me also double check. Cause I, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the population of Canada is... is, uh, is yeah, not... Japan has 127 million. All right, let's look this up. I think the population of Canada is around... Is around 30, 35 million? Or, yeah. Wow. Of Canada. Very nice. You can live in the yeah. bigger place. Yeah, 37 million uh, people. Oh, wow. So Japan's a lot bigger than Canada is, even though we got a lot, we got a lot more land. Sorry, <laughs> I detracted from, your, from where you were going with that. No, no. Um, what are we talking about? What's uh, what's what's church like in uh, in Japan? In Japan, because you mentioned that you're um, less than one percent of the population is Christian. Yes, that is correct. Um, so the church that I originally kind of grew up at, um, this is like very typical church in Japan. Uh, people are older. Mm-hmm. Um, when I returned or revisited the church that I was going, when I was like from three to 10, um, people that were there back then were still there. Right. After like 10 years-ish later, right? But no new person, or like maybe few, Mm -hmm. the majority of people didn't change. They just like aged, right? Uh Um, So Japan, Japanese churches are aging. it's difficult to find younger Christian friends. So when I came to Christ in Florida, the number one prayer um, for me, but also people were praying for me, was that God will provide me good Christian friends mm-hmm. that are my age. And I just, I was praying about it, but also I was doubting because I kind of knew how difficult it it is yeah. to find something like that. I returned to Japan, but God is so good. Um, he placed me in the place that had a lot of missionaries okay. who are around my age. And I was all of a sudden surrounded by uh, young missionaries who wanted to hang out with me, who wanted to grow with me, mm. who wanted to invest into me. Um, and just around the time that I came back to Japan, um, they this organization pioneers and uh, they started a bilingual service at the Japanese church that was already existing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so they invited me to be a part of it. So it was very smooth transition yeah. without me really working hard to find a community. Community came to me where God just placed me right on the spot. So That's awesome. Yeah. That was the, like a God really heart my prayer. Cool. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What um What does evangelism look like for Christians in Japan? Hmm. And do the same kind of thoughts about evangelism in the states work in for the Japanese people? I would say no. No. I, I wouldn't well, say like it would not work at all. Right. But the cultural aspect plays a lot big. I, I think the street evangelism, mm. is that how you say it? Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's something that people do around here. Right. Sometimes. Just like going to university and just let's talk to random students and just have a yeah. conversation and invite them to church or talk about Jesus. Usually it wouldn't work in that way. Okay. Because um, strangers don't talk to you. If stranger talks to you, usually that means that person has a really bad intention. Okay. So small talk doesn't exist. In, um, in Japan. In Japan. Okay. If you get on the really busy train, it's dead quiet, dead silence. And because um, people don't talk in the public place. So that type of evangelism doesn't really work. Okay. Because people get really alerted and guarded mm. and they just want to run away. Right. Um, so you couldn't just in really any way organically strike up a conversation about someone's beliefs and values in Japan. It'd be a lot harder. It is hard. You need to build a relationship first. And that process takes time. Mm -hmm. You really need to have a relationship, like hang out and talk about, have a deeper conversation. Japanese people love to have deeper conversation. Okay. They love to have a deeper conversation. The cultural... The culture is really high context. So people often have this really deep thoughts. And a lot of times it's philosophical. Mm -hmm. Um, They have a lot of like insights about things or um, how they observe things. Um, People are constantly like thinking about a lot of things. But in order for you to get to that, you really have need to build a relationship first right so that's the hard part um people not people but like when it comes to mission in japan you really have to expect that it would be a long term Mm. probably you may not want to do one or two years because building relationship takes so long Mm. um a lot of missionaries are committed to long term like 10 years yeah. And you may or may not see one person comes to Christ. Interesting. So what what was it like for you cuz your first your first time on this continent was uh, Vancouver, right? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of what kind of culture differences did you notice right away? Like what what kind of things popped out to you as, as big differences between uh, Japanese and North American? People talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> the people that you don't know talk to you. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that was a shocking thing for me. And I still have a hard time having a small talk at a public place, like a coffee shop, or when I'm on the line at the cashier. Like, random people just talk to you. Yeah. Right? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's so fun. But... I just need to be in the certain mood just to have that type of conversation. Okay. Otherwise, yep. I'll be like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I think I would be, I would find it torturous <laughs> in, in Japan, I think. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, I'm very, very extroverted. Yes, you are. And so, <laughs> and so yeah, I, I can't imagine not just chatting with people randomly mm-hmm. about stuff. I, I, I enjoy that a lot. So, yeah. 
would you would you then say uh, like North American and we're painting with obviously very broad brushes, but mm. are they just more open people? Like, do you feel like some of the Japanese are, are more of a guarded people or is that not quite the right way of thinking about it? Yes and no. I think generally speaking, on the surface level, people in North America are more open. Okay. Like people just, some people just talk to the air or talk to the room when one person comes into the room. For example, this person says like, oh my goodness, today's so hot. And this person doesn't expect anybody to respond, right? I, when I sell that, so this person's obviously like a super extroverted person, yep, right? Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, she's talking to the room. <laughs> you know, like it just yeah. sits in the room like, good morning, it's a beautiful day. And, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that would not be seen in Japan. No. <laughs> no. So, um... But so people are open in that way. But I've also experienced that in California. When we want to have a deeper conversation or be vulnerable, Mm. um, in my own experience, people in North America take longer time to open up. Okay. And become vulnerable. Yeah. um, Than it does in Japan. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I've never been to Japan. But like, have you been to any any other countries? Yeah, I, I have. Where yeah. have you? Been? A lot of them have been very Western countries. Okay. So I, and and I didn't. I've st- I've spent a lot of time, I think, in the states, in different parts of the states, mm. and parts of Canada, talking with people mm-hmm. from different mm-hmm. backgrounds and stuff. Mm. But I've not been nearly as thoughtful at, in talking with people in, in Europe or mm-hmm. um, or some or other countries, even though I've visited. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my theory is, and tell me what you think about this. Mm-hmm. I think broadly immigrant countries, mm-hmm. so Canada, states, like we're only a few mm-hmm. hundred years old. A lot mm-hmm. of people come from different places. Right. I think that builds a very similar culture. Mm-hmm. Even even New Zealand, Australia. Um, Maybe mm-hmm. parts of parts of Europe. I'm not sure. We're, mm-hmm. Actually, not. I think I'll contrast that with parts of Europe and old, just older, older countries like China, Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I don't even know. There's, I'm sure the list can go on forever. Mm-hmm. Countries that have had 500, 1,000, 1,000 plus, 2,000, 3,000 years to mm-hmm. be what they are, mm-hmm. I think just turn into much richer more homogenous countries on uh, russia right mm-hmm. but i think just our countries or the country like we're in like canada the united states and stuff there's such a melting pot that yes maybe you, you just kind of let go of some of the more peculiar parts of your of your culture because mm-hmm. you kind of everyone has to just get along yeah and so that kind of smooths all the edges a little bit yeah i can I see know. that so, i don't yeah. know if that may mean i don't know how that relates exactly to the to people being like a, extroverted or open per se mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but i think everyone just maybe gets along with more weirdness you know like an italian who talks with their hands like crazy mm-hmm. is just another person who's slightly different than me right you know and you're just kind of like okay with that yeah and kind of you have to accept it too. yes exactly mm-hmm. um whereas mm-hmm. I, I think japan's just so like japan if we're gonna use that example is just so much older than us mm-hmm. so much like japan has been japanese for so much longer than america's ever been a country right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah because you you, we were talking before and you said when you went to tokyo um it was it was harder like to kind of integrate is that is that do i remember that right yes yeah tell me about that because that's so interesting to me it's interesting to me too yeah i'm still processing what really happened to me okay it was such an interesting time i so i came to christ came back to japan Came back to my hometown, Hiroshima. I was surrounded by missionaries and I was growing in faith and loving Jesus. And I was like, this is amazing, right? Mm-hmm. And I got a job in Tokyo because I couldn't jo- find anything in Hiroshima. So I didn't want to leave mm-hmm. for Tokyo. So like the start was a little negative, right? Yeah. I was like, why, Lord? Like I prayed about job in Hiroshima. Why didn't you give me? But anyways, I needed to go. 
And I didn't expect that to be that hard because I didn't have any issue in Canada. I didn't have an issue adapting into Florida. So I felt like I could do this in Tokyo. Mm. But even though, like, it's a weird feeling, even though they speak the same language and they look exactly the same, I felt like everybody had a slightly different value system. Mm. And I can't explain well. But like the little things, like what you, what you want to do on the weekends, how, what time you want to meet up with a friend, where, and what you want to eat, um, the, the tiny things like that were a little bit off from my value system. Yeah, and I think it just got piled up. Mm. So I really couldn't enjoy my time in Tokyo. Also, I struggled. To find a good Christian community there,、mm-hmm. even though there are t- not tons, but there are more churches than、yeah. Hiroshima.、Um, so I got really beaten up、uh, physically, also m- mentally, spiritually. Yeah.、Um, yeah. Yeah. It was very interesting. I didn't expect that. Moving into a different city in Japan, my country would、mm. be that hard. And I'm still processing what really,、yeah. what it was and、yep. how the Lord is going to use that experience in、mm-hmm. the future. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, that's very interesting. I know. I don't know if this is similar. This might not be similar. I don't know.、Mm. So I, I finished school and went into advertising. Right?、Mm-hmm. So I went up, I worked in Toronto for a while、mm-hmm. at an advertising agency.、Mm. And I did not fit in.、Mm. It, and a lot of little things. Okay. Weird expectations.、Yeah. Um, lots of small. And it was, this was my people. These are tattooed up weirdos who are creative <laughs> people. Like these are, these are the people I, I love and I hang out with.、Mm-hmm. But just. Little value things like how much you're expected, like, oh, you're taking work home. Well, you know, like the、mm-hmm. conversations about work life balance were just kind of non existent. I don't even just yeah. small yeah. value things is a really good way of putting it.、Mm-hmm. I never meshed, I never fit in.、Mm-hmm. And it was very weird to be not accepted in a place that I was really anticipating being accepted in. Yeah. And I'm not the only one who, I, I have other Christian friends in similar places who. Actually, I think you,、uh, Jesse, Jesse Bout, who's been on here a couple times, he, not the same situation per se, but he had a similar situation of, of not quite being able to fit in in certain parts of the advertising industry.、Mm. And we spent a lot of time talking about it because we were like, <laughs> we're pretty much used to fitting in wherever we go because、right. we're both extroverted and get along with people well. And it was very weird to not fit in. Yeah. And I think part of it, one part at least, was Christians are just. Christians practice virtue、mm-hmm. and, f- little, and forgiveness,、mm-hmm. even in small ways. Forgiveness for little, little slights, little wrongs、mm-hmm. goes a long way to making, having people get along a little bit better. Yeah. And just adopting a Christ like attitude toward people, I think, even I, s- helps with just socialness. You know、uh, what I mean? So、yeah. when people do little、uh, quirky, annoying things that bug you,、mm-hmm. I think the proper Christian reaction is to go, all right,、mm-hmm. whatever, right? <laughs> And it was, at least in advertising, it was godless atmosphere. And man, slights、oh, yeah. were slights. Man, if you,、yeah. dude, if you, if you crossed someone's path the wrong way, they remembered and they got petty. It was dark. And、I'm、not, I don't think that's quite what you're saying with, with, with,、uh, with Tokyo. But maybe there's something similar about like areas that are really close. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I resonate with the, like, the weirdness of like, not somehow fitting in and、yeah. can't figure out why.、Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we both had the expectation on ourselves too, right? That we will surely be fit in. Yeah. And we couldn't. Yeah.、Um, It's humbling, right? Yes, yes.、Um, and I think, yeah, I agree that. Christians do relationship very differently.、Um, so, like, I try to hang out with a lot of Christians in Tokyo, which was a good thing to do, but I just, it wasn't really successful. And、okay. in the work time, like nine to five, 
or longer because Japanese people do crazy work hours. Oh, really? Oh, it's insane. It's really not good. Like,、yeah. they really have to stop. Like, <laughs> it's really common、um, for people to come into the office at 7 a.m. and d o e s n t leave until 11 p.m. Why? Or take the last train, which is like past midnight. Yeah, eh? Mm-hmm. So they do 100 hours of overtime per month or something like that. Yeah. And that's something that I needed to say no to. Right. Right. And、yep. that was hard for me. Yeah. Like I was already hard because I was the, the bottom of the company. Yep. And people are so nice to me. They loved me in the way that they could. But, and they didn't expect me to do that crazy long time hours. But, Just seeing seniors staying longer and not leaving until midnight. Yeah. I'm like, do I need to do that too?、Um, so, yeah, that affected, I think, how I do my private relationships because、mm-hmm. I'm t- more tired and more stuff to think about for work. And n- n- I don't have a Christian support at the workplace.、Mm. So, I'm already kind of isolated.、Um, so, yeah, like my Christian life was only on Sundays. Right. So, that was one of the problems that I had in Tokyo. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And I, I, I guess this is because you were really in the business world.、Mm-hmm. I mean, you were in PR.、Mm-hmm. Yeah,、mm-hmm. hilarious. I had the same thing, actually. It's just the expectation that you would be taking work home every night. Yeah. And it was like, Yeah, I, got, I, I had conversations where people were like, Yeah, you've got to like, quit some of your things that you enjoy to do if you want to succeed here. Yeah. And then I was like, No. No. <laughs> I, I like choir and I will continue doing it. You can't stop me. You、mm-hmm. have me for this many hours, but like, nope, not a conversation.、Yeah. Whereas, again, in Christian circles, like, if you're married, it's, the expectation is like, No, you're going to go and be a good husband, be a good wife. Yeah. Be a good parent. That's、yeah. going to take time. We're not going to tell you. You know what I mean?、Mm-hmm. And that's at least, I think, an easier conversation where workaholic. Yeah. Which is a parts of Toronto for sure, as well as, as sounds like Tokyo too, right? Yeah. 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 Again, broad brushes. I mean, it can't、mm-hmm. characterize an entire right. country. Right. Right. Or an entire city. Huh. So when you.、Um, I love language. I know I, you do. <laughs> and so I was like. I was doing some research into how Japanese is structured and the verb systems and stuff like that is so fascinating to me. But how, what was it like learning English? Like, because、mm. wh- you went from learning it academically in、mm. an academic, like grammatical context、mm-hmm. to going to speak it.、Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know, walk me through what that's, what that's like. Hmm. I think in Japan, I don't know now, but when I was in like, school, we started studying English at the age of 12, like、oh. middle school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool.、Um, I think it's a little earlier now.、Um, and they teach you grammar, like, this is a pen. What is this? This is an apple. <laughs> like, can't you see? It's an apple.、Um, it's like that, right? Yeah.、Um, Yeah, so it's grammar, reading, a little bit of writing, not so much of speaking. And even if it's a speaking class, your teacher is Japanese, right? Yeah. So it doesn't really help.、Um, so it's like that. Yeah. And English is for passing the test.、Right. English, is, English is for getting into the university that you want to get into. Okay. So it's, it's not it's for not practical. It's not spoken no. much, really? No. No. Not at all. Okay. Like, for example, my brother, he does not know any English. He just studied to pass the test. Okay. And he's fine. He's living in Japan, working normally. He does not need English. Yeah. That's a little bit like French in Canada. Okay. So some people take it seriously. They work hard. They actually learn French. They go, they'll take a trip to Quebec and,、yeah. and try and practice it、yeah. or Montreal or something. And then most of, Us are like pass the test and then proceed <laughs> to forget all of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. So I think it's something like that, but like English is for me important, or like I was interested in English, but a lot of people are not, and 
they don't necessarily need to be able to speak that much anyway, because Japan is such a homogeneous country.、Um, so, not so much emphasis on speaking. So, I went to college to study communication, English communication. That's where I was exposed to like practicing more speaking and、mm. shadowing. Have you heard of like the, it's a method of. Learning language, I think. Okay. I think it's called shadow wing. You just listen to English news, for example. Okay. Like the like regular like、yeah. evening news. And you just、um, speak, try to like speak at the same time or like try to follow、right. what the speaker is saying, like a second、yeah. later or、yeah. something like that, just to like practice your speaking speed, pronunciation. And also learn how they phrase things. Yeah.、Um, cool. So, yeah, I did a lot. Yeah. Very cool.、Um, do, you th- do you think in English? Like when you're, when you're around here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait. Okay, so actually, actually, let me rewind. Me, um, Me and a few <laughs> friends of mine have had this conversation a lot. This, this, and this kind of blew our minds when we were talking about this.、Mm-hmm. There seems to be a, there's commonality, but there seems to be a divide between、mm-hmm. people who think in sentences、mm-hmm. or think in images.、Huh. I think in sentences. My, I have an inner monologue, an inner dialogue. Um, well, actually, literally an inner dialogue often. I'll be talking back and forth to myself、mm. constantly about everything. And if I want to do something, I'll say, okay, gotta go to the store. I, I think the words out.、Mm-hmm. Whereas Jesse,、uh, a buddy of mine, he's,、mm-hmm. he, people, a lot of people know him who's listening to this.、Okay. He, he's, he's an extremely articulate speaker、um, and a really good writer too,、okay. but he thinks in images. So for him, if he wants to go to the store, he'll think of the act of going to the store and, and, and brief in the store. So.、Yeah. I don't, so I, I guess all that to say is, I don't know whether you think in images or think in sentences. And if you do, do you process them in English or Japanese? I definitely think in sentences. Okay. That's fascinating. Yeah. Some people think with images. I was, my mind was blown. I couldn't believe it. He's just like, because I told, because he can. Obviously, you can run the sentence in your head. Anyone can do that.、Mm-hmm. But he was like, no, primarily, I. Just have the images go through my head. Whereas for me, it's the dialogue will run through my head. It's、yeah. all dialogue.、Driven. Yeah, me too. Wow, interesting. So I think with, in sentences. And right now, I think my thinking is in English. Okay.、Um, most of the time. Right. Unless I'm writing a paper. Okay. <laughs> I just came to this realization that I really have to start. When I. Need to do research paper,、yeah. like systematic theology.、Yeah. We have a position paper,、yeah. right? What are you going to do it on? I'm going to do the biblical inerrancy. Same. Really? Yeah, it's hilarious.、Ah. So I got,、um, I bought the four, the five views on biblical you inerrancy. You bought it? Yeah, I already got it. Okay, I borrowed so, it. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, if it runs out, then you can borrow mine, like if you got it from the library. Oh, great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to extend it, but somebody hold it.、Already. Okay.、Yeah. So you can definitely steal it from me if you want to. Great.、Um, Yeah, so that'll be fun. This will be,、yeah. be an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. For anyone who's wondering, we're in the same systematic theology one class. Which I love. It's fun. Clanch is really good. He is really he's, good. He's great. Yeah. 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 It's so good. Yeah. So. So when you're writing a, a, a research paper, you write, you think in Japanese and then kind of translate that in your head to English? Yes and no. So when. We start preparing for a paper, you start thinking about the structure, right? Right. Like thesis and body one, two, three, a conclusion.、Mm-hmm. That big ideas, I have to engage my Japanese brain. Okay. Because、um, it needs, it, it requires like a lot of like engaging different ideas and、right. forming your arguments and opinions. I think I thought I could do it in English. Uh huh. But when I do that only in English, my ideas are really fluffy. Okay. Yeah. So, and I didn't notice those were fluffy. And when I start 
filling the body of the the paragraph, it really hits you because the big idea is fluffy. You have nothing to add. Okay. Um. So I was like, okay, I think I was just lazy because mm-hmm. going back and forth to languages. It's kind of like a lot of work for a brain. Yes. That's how I feel. I imagine, yeah. So I just want to stick to one language and just get it all done. <laughs> yeah. But my brain doesn't work that good. Um, so I started to really engaging my Japanese brain just to really think, okay, what do, you, what do I want to say? Does this make sense? Can I articulate every single thing in Japanese? If not, you can't articulate in English. Okay. Um, so I started doing that now. Okay. Have you written parts of your paper yet? No. Okay. I was going to say, you're, you're dumping very far ahead. It's not here for a long time. <laughs> but I mean, I kind of have to because everything ta- takes like three times longer than you guys True. take, right? Uh, yeah, fair enough, eh? Yeah. And also had another paper for her- hermeneutics class. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like a practice for me. And that's when I noticed that, okay, I really have okay, to think okay. in Japanese. Yeah, um, hats off to you and like and like Priscilla and Jemima and a bunch of other um, mm. people here. Y'all are like doing so much more work. We're in academia. We're in master's level academia. And you guys mm. are doing like three times the amount of mental legwork that I am just processing this stuff <laughs> in my native language. So good for you guys. Thank you. Um, are you learning any of the languages for your program? Not yet. Okay. Will you though? Mm-hmm. Okay. I will do Greek. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, Jemima is doing uh, Hebrew right now. Oh, wow. And we both, like, you know, share the same suffering because uh, learning Hebrew is a nightmare. Um, yeah, that's God, what everybody says. Yes, good grief. But uh, Jemima is learning Hebrew in Spanish. So they actually have Spanish instructors here. Oh, they is, do? Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Whoa. So, which I imagine is really helpful. For, of course. Yeah. But unfortunately, you don't have a Japanese instructor no. to learn. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I oh. don't know if it's better. What do you think? Is Because I had no idea. I have no idea about Hebrew language. Is it you being an English speaker helps? Uh, not for learning the language. Okay. No, because Hebrew is nothing. Not even a tiny little <clears throat> itsy bitsy bit like oh, English. Oh, okay. But... For some of the terminology, it's helpful, right? So mm. when they're like, you know, um, the ultima, the penalt, talking about accent locations okay. and like the perfect and the pluperfect and all this good stuff and how those are sort of similar terms in, in Hebrew. Mm. All of the grammatical terminology I'm comfortable with because it's my native language and I don't have to like relearn it in another language right. and then relearn what that means in the third language. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, I'm I'm grateful that it's in English because I'm having a hard enough time with it. Yeah. But um, I wonder that because because you you very comprehensively learn English, I think you're probably more you're probably better equipped to tackle a third language because you've really done the legwork for English. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never studied any like other languages mm-hmm. besides English intensively. Like okay. I took two years of German. Oh, okay. But I can only say hello, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I took two years of Greek, and I <clears throat> can hack my way through Greek, basically. Mm. Um, not super well, but I can do it. Wow. Greek is Greek is not... <laughs> it's funny. Now that I have seen Hebrew, I'm realizing Greek is much more similar to English than I thought. Wow. Only because Hebrew's, like, catastrophically different. <laughs> It's it's not even funny how different it is. Wow. So Can but, you say something in Hebrew? Uh Shalom. Oh. That's about it. Um <laughs> I be I guess it'd be um No, because my verbs are my verbs aren't there. I can say a bunch of nouns. So wow. like uh like Elohim mm-hmm. is really cool because it's it's a plural ending and it means God. Okay. But it's still it's technically it's got a plural ending, so it's kind of like God's. But even the plural is still singular, which is cool, cool. Okay. Um, be is like the word in. So it'd be like be Yerushalem hmm. or, it, or it'd be like in Jerusalem. There's just lots of cool oh, stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so there's lots of, of you kind of have a, a core. And this is similar to Greek. Hmm. And it's less so with English is you have a core piece of the language and then you add stuff to the front and to the back in yeah. order to, to mm-hmm. make the language work. Mm-hmm. And I think more languages are like that. English is I a bit so. more unique. Hmm. Like, 
I mean, we do well, we do some of that, right? Walk, walking, you know, there's a participle, but I don't know. I like languages. I just can't claim to be very good at them. Mm. They're fun. It's just really, it's, it's really cool talking with like you and Priscilla, because you, uh, Priscilla and I, she's from Portugal. Mm. We had like a really long conversation about the differences between Portuguese, uh, Portuguese, English, and Japanese. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Portuguese is like upgraded Spanish, I think. So it's like, <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know, it's really fun. It's, it's really cool. I'm just so grateful that I can like hang out with people like you guys and just from very different, different countries. Back- yeah. yeah. Different yeah. backgrounds, mm-hmm. different experiences. Yeah, it's so yeah. fun. Like, it's such a unique experience. Oh, yeah. Because we're at Southern. Like, Southern's big, and, like, they take care of the internationals really well. Mm-hmm. And because there is there are many internationals, more internationals will come, right? It's like a good cycle. And, um, yeah, it's, it's so fun to talk about, like, talk about also, like, hear about like how Christianities are like in those countries yeah, and how they're challenged in what areas and how they're tackling the issues. And yep. it's very different and it's so unique. It was so like interesting. Yep. Yeah. So what, um, so you're doing all this stuff. You're, you're working for Mazda. What, what brings you to Southern? Hmm. Um, It's a long history of me wrestling with God um, about my career. Okay. <laughs> um, right around the time I got a job in Mazda, I was with Mazda for six, almost six years. Probably like five and a half years of my time in Mazda, I was wrestling with God. I was begging God to make me a missionary but he didn't. Uh, so I was knocking the door continuously, asking God, I'm saying I'm here, Lord. Mm. I'm more than happy to leave the kind of like a luxury living of being in the corporate world. And I just want to serve you. I want to mm. spend more time of my life for you, like more directly to you. But he never did. Um, and um, when my assignment in California was ending, I was still praying and wrestling with God and saying, Lord, this is like a perfect timing for me to leave <laughs> the corporate and you can make me a missionary. Like I can finally serve you as a missionary. But it, it didn't look like it was happening in that way. And I was so frustrated. I, I was like, again? Like, this looks like a perfect timing, but again, you're not doing this. And I was like, what do you, what do you want me to do, Lord? I don't think, I don't think I, this job is uh, my forever home. And um, I was sharing my frustration with one of my sisters in Christ. And um, she, um, she, at that time, I was taking some Bible classes online. Okay. Um, I was doing a certificate class on Zondervan. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, I know you always say you want to know more about the Bible. You always say, I wish I could know more. I wish I could serve more. I wish I could know more about the Bible. Why don't you just go to the seminary? And then until that moment, I didn't think about it. But that was like a light bulb moment. And... It felt really good. And then I started praying and I felt like, oh, Lord, maybe really calling me to be at seminary. And and I got confident in that. But then which one, right? Yeah. I literally went to Google and <laughs> typed top 10 evangelical <laughs> <laughs> seminary in the U.S. And same schools come up yeah it's like same schools mm-hmm. they're like like handful of really great schools in in this u.s mm-hmm. but somehow southern just caught my eyes and i didn't grow up baptist so it was kind of weird like why but when i went to the website i i think a lot of people told me too but trust it for truth yeah that's the the campaign phrase for the school right now yep 
it really hit my heart because I wanted to go to the school that I can trust, that the school and teachings are based on the scripture. And I believe that the scripture is authoritative and um, there's no, I didn't want to learn under like a lot of maybes or a lot of filters, humanly filters mm. about the scripture. I just want to know the truth, the Bible, the scripture. And I felt like this school might be good. So I did more research and I went to check the doctrines of Southern Baptist because I wasn't familiar with it. Mm. But it that kind of told me that I actually grew up really conservatively when it comes to scripture. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I agree, I agree, I agree, I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people recommended different schools for me, actually, for different reasons. But nothing felt good about those things. And I visited school in last November, Southern, just to make sure that this is it. Okay. And it was. So I applied for it, and I got accepted, and now I'm here. Awesome. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw you, I don't know if we actually talked, but I saw you the first time we were here. We were standing in line for, like, the Chick-fil-A that they give us on the orientation day. Do you remember that? Wait, you went to orientation, right? I did. Yeah. Were you there? Yeah. Of course you were, right? Yeah. <laughs> we ch- went, uh, We talked at the Duck and Goose party. Yes, we did. That was really, that was hilarious. Yeah, this I was is... like, another Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, then we were talking with a bunch of Canadians. Uh, yeah, that, that was so yeah, fun. Yeah, uh, Veronica was there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really, it was really fun. Um yeah, the duck and goose. There's those. There's like this house that's like the what seminary frat party or frat house, I guess. I, I, yeah. Or like mm-hmm. I guess, but like they're re- they're a bunch of really solid guys who mm-hmm. who have this house and they had a party the first weekend of school to kind of be like, hey guys, come on over, you know, drink some bubbly and have some potluck food and we'll have a hymn sing. It was great. It was so good. Did you see Doctor Mahler was there? No, I, really briefly. Yeah, he came. I didn't see him. I saw him. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> he just dropped by to, oh. to say hi and, and take some photos with the guys mm, that was really fun yeah it was, it was really cool mm. so is your plan then to go back to japan and be a missionary the answer is i don't know okay um i get that question all the time and i i wish i could have the answer in clarity because i love having clarity yep but i don't um my heart is always for Japan. Like my heart is always, always to serve um, for the kingdom of God in Japan. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if God will call me to be physically based in Japan or based in somewhere else and serve right, for right. Japan, which is totally possible. Mm-hmm. Um, dep- it, I think it would depend on what ministry I'll be called to do yeah 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 well i know you also because you have the um podcast that you started with that friend of yours yeah and it was sort of born out of of that idea to to minister yes yes so i have a podcast with my best friend jessica she is korean american born raised in states but she was a missionary in japan for seven years and um when covid happened we were both in the states but we, we always want to serve for Japan and we want to encourage Christians in Japan. And we were like, can we do something for Japan from a distance? And we were like, podcast. Because A, podcast is not a thing yet in Japan. Okay, no yeah. way. Yeah, so not, there aren't a lot of like competitors or rivals <laughs> especially when we were talking about jesus right because we we're like less than one percent and who talks about jesus yeah so we were like okay we can have this niche audience um and um yeah we we talk about um how we live as a christians like normal christians um and how we serve others how we enjoy things from like Christian perspective, mm-hmm. we try to make it really light-hearted, but also we want to make sure that we encourage those listeners. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. That's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Now we're here at Southern, just learning. What program are you in specifically? Is it Great Commission Studies? Yes. Okay, gotcha. What about you? What was it? A general 
Christian, Christian ministry. ministry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so we can technically graduate with taking exactly the same classes. Yeah. But just like the focus, I think the, the practicum credit will be a little different, right? Because mine is mission. Okay. So I need to either go on a mission trip or serve other church in different country or something like that oh, to really? get the credit. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think for you, it'll be like preaching or yeah, preaching, teaching. preaching, teaching, serving. Honestly, I could just kind of write off what I do at um at the recenter mm-hmm. and just count that if I want to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, right. I can. Mine's a kind of choose your own adventure degree, so I can I can choose from a lot of different stuff, right? And just kind of fill it up. So, mm-hmm. which I'm excited because then I can stack it with the most fun difficult yeah. courses that i can yeah which is, which is pretty great i thought you would say like the, the things that you want like you would like to do but yeah. i didn't expect that you would say the most difficult thing to do uh, yeah i mean so much i guess as the most difficult is also the most useful and stretching yeah. right yeah so i think I, probably some of the higher exegesis courses are going to be like a mm. nightmare because any time dealing with the languages is difficult but it also probably the most fruitful yeah, because I'm I'm really really enjoying systematic one, but I do find it I do find it very overview mm-hmm. for me at least. So, so you want to just yeah, it's pretty easy to most. Yeah. So, some exegesis of Romans with uh, Schreiner, I think would be fun. Oh. But I think I think he teaches that. I'm not sure. I don't know, but that sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What mm-hmm. uh, what church what church are you going to? I'm going to Highview Baptist right, Church. Right with uh, with Nathan. Mm-hmm. We yeah. go to the same church. That's cool. And you're enjoying it. Yes. I mean, I needed to miss two Sundays because of COVID. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to go back. Yeah, Have you decided? Not yet. <laughs> I'm, meeting with, um, I'm meeting with some of the different pastors around okay. at a couple of the churches to have some, mm-hmm. some uh, conversations about some theological yeah. questions that I've got. But yeah, it's, uh, it's good. I'll, I'll settle as fast as I can, basically. Yeah. Good, good for you for choosing a church quickly. Cause I know. I know. It's good to do that, like to settle down fast. Yeah, I'm grateful. But I, I think it's good that you're meeting with elders and pastors just to make sure that you will be at the the place that God wants yeah. you to be at. Because there's no shortage of good churches in mm. Louisville. There are so many. Oh it's, my goodness, it's, yeah. Uh, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful problem to have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, one lady from third called it, it's our embarrassment of riches. <laughs> I thought that was so well said. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, and it actually reminds me of back home a lot. Wow. Which is, again, to prove how, how blessed I am. Yeah. There's like a good church on every corner here. There's within mm. four or five kilometers or, you know, whatever, two or three miles from my place is, is like, is five solid, solid churches. Amazing. Right? They're right there. That's amazing. It's amazing. It's, it very much is amazing. Wow. Yeah. So, but we, and, and you guys enjoy it for what it's worth, right? And then mm. bring it, bring it outwards. Mm. So, um, you had that little booklet there, and yes. and because you were talking a little bit about praying for Japan, mm. talk talk to me about that. Yeah. So I have this booklet. It's called Beneath the Surface: Thirty Ways to Pray for Japan. So this prayer book is um, made by this mission organization, OMF Japan. Mm-hmm. So OMF serves for East Asia. So, um, but this is like specifically for Japan. Um, my friend Sarah, she's a missionary in, based in Chiba, like Tokyo area. Okay. She like, I think led the project. It's really well done. It covers um, many different people, like many different ways and areas about Japanese culture that you can pray about um, and it's written in English I'm ordering like 20 or 30 more books so that I can just like, give people yeah. as Southern I'm I don't know if I've told you this but I'm like I keep meeting those people as Southern who are wanting to go to Japan as missionaries really and this is the most encouraging thing ever because cool. Japan is overlooked and um, we don't we just don't get a lot of prayers or missionaries or attentions because we are materialistically we are very wealthy yeah because we are like gdp number three in the world and you know tokyo like crazy like fun Mm. and shopping but spiritually it's really depressed um 
so yeah, I just want to get this booklet so that I can give it to them and invite more people. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you about this idea. So OMF has been, I don't know if they're still doing, but because Tokyo had an Olympics, mm. right? Which I totally missed. <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay. Um, OMF was encouraging people to pray for Japan um, in the way that like, let's devote our time for prayer for Japan. So they're like raising prayer times for Japan. Um, and I thought it was really cool. And I want to do that at Southern since I have a bunch of people who want to go to Japan anyway. Like it's like a, it's not a fundraiser because we don't need to raise a fund for Japan. Mm. Um, but I want to do like a prayer raiser, if it makes sense. Sure. Like I want to raise the time for prayer for Japan. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I will serve like matcha latte for a dollar and yeah. you can get this matcha latte for a dollar, but you need to pray. You need to look at this booklet, choose one topic that you want to pray about and you need to pray on the spot. Okay. And that would be I raise the time of prayer. <laughs> that is, a, that's a great idea. <laughs> that's, so hold up, matcha latte? Is that a... <laughs> matcha, have you had matcha latte? No. Do you know matcha? Green tea, matcha? No. I'm not what? Much of a, I'm not much of a tea, tea person. Okay. You're going to have to make me one. I'll try to master it. Okay. <laughs> I already have a powder. Nice. So I need to practice. But yeah, I've been thinking about that because... When I saw OMF doing that, mm. I was like, that is so right. Because Japan doesn't need money. We don't need, you know, when we, we receive mission teams from other countries, we, we always tell them, don't bring any pencils, notebooks. You know, we don't need them. We right. have those. Right. Don't expect to build houses. Don't expect to clean up the streets or playing with kids at the orphanage because we don't have. We, we do have those, but it's not a huge, there's not in the huge need. Right. We need is, what we need is prayer. <clears throat> Expect to pray a lot. Mm. Um, and some, I've seen some mission teams have hard time because it's just very different um, of what they've experienced on other mission trips. Because, you know, building houses and cleaning mm, and yeah. bringing a bunch of supplies, that's like a major need for the, the typical destinations of mission, mission trips. Mm. But Japan is not like that. Um, so I think this booklet really helps. Like what we need is prayer. Yeah. Like we need prayer. So. I think that's, uh, I think the idea of giving people coffee in, in exchange for them having to pray or tea, whatever it is. <laughs> or whatever is, they yeah, want. Is, is a great, is a great idea. <laughs> okay. I, I totally support that. Okay. Do you want to flip through that and just, just list off maybe one or two of the things that, because I, I think people back home might want to <clears throat> pray for Japan. And oh, yes. If there's a thing or two in there that, that you think could be a good thing to note that people can pray about Japan or for Japan. I yes. Mean, that'd, be, that'd be a good way to close out this conversation, I think. Yes. Thank you. When Jake asked me if I want to be on this podcast. I was very excited because I was like, okay, at least I can get some people pray for my country. <laughs> um, thank you. I think I'm gonna mention two things. One, like about general Japan. I think, well, maybe you guys uh, can pray for people who don't know Jesus. So as I said, 99% or more of the population in Japan don't know Jesus. If you have a chance to go to Japan, it's guaranteed that the person right in front of you has never heard of the name of Jesus. Right. Um, they, they see religion as a cultural identity. So it's not personal. They believe Buddhism or Shintoism, which is a nature worshiping. Um, but it's, they believe it, but not really. They don't think about those things clearly mm. or deeply. But they're always looking for something. Um, so just pray that, pray that with God's mercy, more people will have a chance to hear the name of Jesus 
and just encounter Christians or churches um, and have a conversation with Christians. Um, and also you can pray for Christians in Japan. Um, more than, let me double check. So Christianity is really small. Where was it? Oh, one out of eight Protestant churches have no pastor. Wow. Yeah. And I forgot where it was, but more than 90%, more than, yeah, 90% of the pastors they're over age 50. wow um and 47 percent, close to 50 percent they're over age 70. whoa so it's aging yeah and there's no people no person to replace yeah once if they pass right so just pray for christians to stand up and um it's not that they're not serving. They're faithful. They love Jesus, but they need encouragement and support, spiritual support from maybe other countries right now because we are so small. Mm. We are in a survival mode of, like, can I stay Christian for the rest of my life, right? Right. Um, just pray for revival. Um, great teachers to be raised, um, pastors to be raised, um, Please pray for young Christians who don't have fellow Christians around them. Um, they feel isolated. Um, so um, pray that they can have a fellowship, maybe virtually. Maybe it needs to be virtual because they don't have anybody else. Um, so that they can stay faithful, grow, and just multiply in Japan. Yeah, that would be great if you guys can pray for that. I think people will. Awesome. <laughs> it was really great chatting with you. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for having me. It was really time. fun. All right. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast's conversation. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, consider subscribing and sharing and all that jazz. It's immensely helpful. I'm all about having meaningful, interesting conversations. So if you know of someone I should talk to, hit me up on Instagram at it's the Volk. Have a good one, guys.